but this this coast is really cold, I think anyway. Go to my mum and dad's in Paynton and it's I'm sure it's about 10 degrees warmer there. My workshop. Well at the moment it's in the it's like a sectioned off bit of a garage. Uh, it's not very glamorous. I'm hoping to have a a shed or something in the garden um, but I've also got a, a room inside so I do all the sawing and the drilling in the in the garage and then I can go and thaw out and do the painting and the more you know, decorative bits upstairs it's quite nice being flexible as well you know if there's something going on at the school or whatever you can just down tools and Nick off early. We not long lived down here, and uh, my eldest was only one. But I felt like I needed to bring some money in. Um, but I obviously didn't want to be out all day, so I went for a job as a postman, thinking, "Oh yeah, that would be perfect because I'll start at four o'clock in the morning or whatever." I'll be done by lunchtime, and then I've got all the rest of the day to sleep, not. <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought that would be quite a good option. And then, so I went for the interview, and I didn't get it, and at the time I was really gutted. And I remember crying to my mum on the phone, I can't even get a job at the bloody post office. Um, but it's a good job I didn't, because... I then, I then started making cards just out of little tiny slithers of driftwood. I made one for my brother-in-law and uh, decided to make, as a birthday card, decided to make some more and uh, took them round to some galleries. First one actually still sells my work so that's really special. Um, so that was what 12 years ago or something and uh, it was it was very part-time for a long time when the kids were little you know I couldn't really dedicate much time and I wouldn't change that um, but as they sort of got more independent went to school and I had a bit more time I could invest more in my work and you know that's just got easier as time's gone on and the, the little sort of two-dimensional cards have developed into something you know bigger three-dimensional and yeah I don't actually think I'm that skilled <laughs> I mean I think my my skill is just in the vision to what something might become. I'm not trained as a carpenter or I don't have, you know, particular skills in that area. They're very basic. So yeah, I am, I am limited. There's things that I, you know, I'd like to do. I see some of these great big metal things and I've got a, quite a good collection of metal stuff but I couldn't fix that with super glue so <laughs> I know where to draw the line
having hot chocolate afterwards. Some beaches are smellier than others. <laughs> seagulls as well. People moan about seagulls and they are a bit of a menace but it's the sound of them. It's home. Come down probably about every other weekend and then sometimes you know if the weather's particularly bad might not come down for a few weeks and then might come down two days on the trot. But we tend to tend to find more wood in the winter because of the tides and the weather. So that's the best time to look really. In the summer you don't really find very much. And if there is any, it tends to get burnt, you know, people have barbecues and things and the buggers use it all. I never come down looking for something specific because you'd always be disappointed. And also if you if you come down, you know, just looking for anything, then you're more likely to make something, you know, unique or... If I, was, if I was coming down with something specific in mind for a start, I wouldn't find it anyway. Um, but if I'm just looking for anything, then it just opens up more opportunities, I suppose. It, you know, it forces you to go in different directions and sometimes you find something and it'll stay in my workshop for years because I don't know what to do with it it might be interesting but I think, oh, I'll use that one day and then suddenly I think oh my god I know what I can do with that and it would probably be something not connected with anything I've made before um, you know, it would just be something pretty random. Oh, I've got wood everywhere. Um, it drives Steve mad, really, because he's really tidy and, you know, there'll be wood on the radiators drying out. And Sometimes you don't really find that much. Um, other times, you know, when there's been a storm or whatever, you've got to sort of filter it out a bit and take the best. We found quite a good ladder on the river in Kent when we lived there. One of those, I think it's an apple picking ladder, you know, that's wider at the bottom. Yeah, that was really nice, quite random. And then last weekend we found a table, <laughs> like on the rocks. Just the sort of thing that he would make, you know, from old wood and pallets and things. Really solid, great big screws in it, it's so heavy. And he was like, oh my God, and it was really, really heavy. tends to be where it all washes up but unfortunately there's loads of plastic as well so we don't want to go too far from here otherwise we'll have to wade through yeah you get loads of stuff like that I mean we if we're doing a beach clean we pick up you know fishing nets and stuff but there's loads there oh how annoying that it's nearly high tide quite often we'll leave discard and it's you know raining a little bit really horrid and then you get down here and it's clear skies and oh look, what's that? 
there's something there. There's some people who do these beach things all the time, and um, respect to them, you know, because sometimes, you know, I don't do them very often. I tend to do it on my own when I'm down here, but not the organised ones, and make such a difference on the day. And then the next day, it's just can seem really futile. So to keep positive and keep doing it, well, it's like cotton buds, you know, why, why are the sticks plastic? Don't have to be, and, and tampon applicators, another example. Although I think, you know, there's quite a lot of pressure on those companies. I, I think they'll probably go back to cardboard again. I hope, anyway. And uh, actually it was here. There was an oil spill or something, I can't remember. Um, and there were loads and loads of... cormorants just lined up. It's awful, but, you know people coming down to collect them and take them away. It's all along the whole the whole coast. Yeah, whales, there's so few of them anyway. There was one on the north coast not that long ago. It's on the news because everyone everyone flocks to see it, don't they? That's really sad. That's, that's uh, pretty old, I'm guessing. Hating seaweed. Very heavy. It's really wet. I'll probably, um, I'll probably give that a miss. I don't tend to use plastic in my, in my work, but, you know, there is do find quite a bit so I never say never. Oh, the kids are always on the lookout for um, Lego dragons and things you know about the whole Lego. Um, oh, that's a good bit. There was a container went down years and years ago and the Lego pieces are still washing up. Last time we came down it was clear there was absolutely nothing, hardly any rubbish either, which is obviously good. Um, but it was like the sand had blown over everything. Um, and today it's really quite, it's quite dirty, but there's some really good stuff. I'm, I'll be coming down again tomorrow. <laughs> I hate it when people ask what I do as well, because I never know what to say. Whatever you say, it sounds shit, don't it? I uh, just mumble something about making stuff out of driftwood. When we came down a couple of years ago, that wall had a massive hole in it where the waves had just like taken it down. The days they've rebuilt it. You see where the new stone is. Sell so mostly online. Um, I do one fair a year, if that, if I get in. Um, even though it's tiring, it is quite nice to um, meet your customers and, and they, I think they appreciate it, you know, they think that they, they know me, 
um, it, I think it means more if you if you buy something from someone face to face and you've had a chat, then that it's quite precious. But obviously, there are fairs where people don't want to pay more than five quid for something, and you get to know pretty quickly which ones are going to work for you and which ones don't. Battered, but not too battered. I like. I mean, hardwood is the best just because it's got like lovely patinas and um, it, it's, I don't know, it just feels more solid somehow. I like all the bits with nails in them and anything with paint on, I love. I think you can tell, you can tell when it's authentic and, and when it's sort of been added later. You can't, um, unfortunately, well I can't anyway, I can't emulate it to look natural. I mean, I don't tend to paint the, the wood that's really nice, um, you know, if it's best kept in its natural state, then I'll keep it like that, but if it's just a, you know, that bit that we found back there, I don't know, is that pine? That's not gonna, it's not pretty to look at, it's just, you know, it's, so I, I wouldn't worry about painting that, it's going to look better with a bit of paint on them without. The trouble is that when you go bigger for a start they're really heavy and quite hard to post. Um, I just sent one to the States. It costs 75 quid just in like shipping and I'm really, it should be there today, I'm really hoping it gets there in one piece. I think and well, it is nice to work big sometimes, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that all the time. It's quite, it feels quite extravagant using the wood like that, whereas I can make lots of little pieces instead. I'll say the, the kids will be playing, you know, football or cricket or whatever, and I'll say, I'll just, pop, I'll just go to that, round that corner. And then it'll, I think to myself, I'll just go around that corner. And <laughs> when I get back, they're like, we're starving. Where have you been? I think a lot of it is nostalgia. Um, maybe from playing with dolls' houses and stuff when they were little. And, um, you know, those bags of building blocks that you get and you, you know, make little villages and things. But also from going on holiday to the seaside and it reminds them of that. And, you know, I don't, it's all very, it's quite idyllic, isn't it? You know, there's no sky dishes on the side of my cottages or... Somewhere like that. So, part 
Amorous Studio. Which I did actually tidy up. <laughs> I'm a very messy worker. Um, yeah, because uh, as you can imagine, it gets really dusty in here. So, yeah, this is where I do all the sort of sawing and sanding and the mucky room. It gets quite cold in here. But then I've got a room inside the house as well where I do all the sort of painting and cleaner stuff. I've moved it from the left there by this, which obviously spins around at the same time. So that hurt. Nasty burn off that. And I've had a couple of near misses with that. <laughs> My favourite tool. <laughs> That sounds really geeky. I don't know. That's the that the saw is the most used, and um, well, equally the sander, I suppose, because the the little boats I make with the nuts, I don't saw them in half. It takes too long. I just put them on the sander and let them sand down to the right shape. It might not look it, but it. I've got all my all my bits for roof shapes in here and all the little bits for you know interesting slipways and things there all the plies together but usually it's just all over the floor <laughs> that'll be a bench just you know a little bench five ball bench type thing I should think and up here in the rafters uh, the best bit is facing up, but that is the side of a boat that's all joined together and that's going to be eventually a table. If I find a big piece of wood that I can use, then, you know, but I suppose the bigger you go, the less... Sometimes they don't translate so well big anyway, but there's only so many customers who could something that size you know most people want something little and um, yeah you're just sort of making your customer base smaller I suppose if you go really really big but it would be fun it all depends on what you find they're all ready for my next yeah next sale I'm saving that one the big one at the back I, I don't want to part with that yet and um, and this because I've made a few planes now and I quite like the idea of having them all hanging down as a display I don't know whether that will actually happen I have that and um, that's an old fishing float winder so I automatically thought of the you know, biplane wings all for my imagination. I have done sort of, I don't do commissions anymore, but in the past people have asked for specific places and then you're so limited because you end up cutting wood to fit, you know, the picture rather than using the wood in the best way. You know, they're always better if you sort of, you know, work from your imagination I think and I was getting you know people wanted models of their house and that's not that wasn't the direction I wanted to go in 
usually the sun comes out right at the wrong moment. You get shadows everywhere. Somebody gave you that, and he said, oh, you could make it into the top of a church, but that would be far too big. I never put things back where they should be, and um, uh, I dread him coming in here because he'll quite often tidy up, and then I can't find anything. But I, I do have. There is some kind of method here, and as well as this, there's all this on shelves out here. So I've got tins of metal stuff, which will probably last me forever. Cut that up. And because it's peeling, uh, I mean, it's really dry. I can use both sides, which is quite nice on that side as well. But yes, I got a phone call about that. Someone said, oh, there's a massive bit of boat washed up on the beach. Get down there. This is a tall point, and there's generally not much comes up there. And, uh, and then she messaged me back and said, I've got it, it's in my garden. <laughs> So yeah, it was, it was as high as me. Making different things all the time, not being like a factory and churning out the same stuff. And, you know, I'm lucky that I can pretty much make whatever I'd like, you know, some really random things, but I try to set aside one day a fortnight where I do what I want to do, have a little play and see where it goes. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But I think my animal heads are quite humorous. I've done a couple of goats. They're quite good fun. But I, you know, I, that's the sort of thing that you just make every now and then such a beast the saw I collect little bits like that to sand down for my attic windows I, I very rarely use a hand saw which is probably what I should do just because I'm all about doing things as quickly as possible so I keep keep all the little little bits like that yeah, although sometimes, quite often, I don't really know where it's going. I kind of just make it up as I go along. And, um, you know, it's about, you know, getting a little block of wood and seeing if that would look, you know, right there. And um, so I don't really have a finished idea in my head when I start. Kind of just develops as I go along. That would have been picked off off the beach somewhere, and I'd take it. Um, we went. Have you ever been to Lyme Regis? All the stuff you find from the old tip there—that's like heaven. Beach mostly, but um, there's a really. Oh, it's Friday today. There's a really great um, little. What's like a hut in the cattle market car park, and. Um, Bob's toolbox and I do buy some stuff from him and it's just like he's got three sections to it and it's like in Aladdin's cave he's got loads of tools and loads of odd bits um he's quite a fascinating bloke you know he, I'll I'll pick things up and say 
what is this? Oh, you know, I'm going to buy it, but I want to know what it is. And, um, you know, he's quite knowledgeable. But he'll have stuff that he's going to take to the scrap for scrap. And he'll say, have a look, see if you want anything in there. But yeah, that was given to me. I don't tend to collect the, the twiggy bits much anymore. I like this. With a great big metal, I don't know, kind of plate on it. I don't know whether that's part of a door or something. Part of a boat. Must be a door because it's soft. Boats, boat would be hardwood. But yeah, I like, I like things like that. Like rusty stuff on for the more industrial, you know, type scenes. Sometimes you have to walk for ages and you don't find anything and then you just almost at the point of going home and it does tend to wash up altogether so you find a great big pile of stuff. And that's the thing about, you know, using found materials because you just never know what's going to show up so it keeps it fresh I suppose. But you find quite a lot of brushes on the beach paintbrushes as well I think the fishermen they're painting their boats and they either drop them or chuck the brushes away I'll show you the horse that I've kept hold of in a minute that's where I use that the, the bit that I chopped off is used for his neck and mane found quite, quite a lot of stuff when we went to Greece this summer and it's completely different wood there I mean, you know, because obviously they get more sun, so it's really nicely dried out, but lots of painted blue bits. They were given to me by my friend. She's, um, she's like, properly cleans it and dries it out for ages. That apparently is a, to, to clean um, jewellery with apparently, you put like little bits of jewellery in it and dip it in something some cleaning stuff so i thought originally i was going to use it as a lighthouse top but it's too big really so um yeah i'll just keep that for a rainy day <laughs> i like that bit as well i think that's probably gonna become part of a wall piece because it's it's too big to use as a freestanding one but it's when you haven't got much in the way of materials and you're sort of scrabbling around trying to find things that fit. That's going to be a thing, hopefully. It did have some of those plant labels in it and it was left outside. Um, so I might use both parts of it and frame, you know, have something in the box. I've got a lighthouse I tend to use you know something like that to sink it into the wood just to make it a bit more stable and when you have a really good bit that you can chop up and I think I might have one here there's a bit of Greek wood and I have a long a long piece of it uh, yeah this is the last bit so it was a block and I knew I wouldn't really use it as one piece. So I've made quite a few houses with that. 
and I'm down to my last bit and I can't bear to use it because it's the last bit. But I think I'm better than I used to be. I used to, you know, I can't touch that. It's too, it's too nice. I can't use that. Or I'll save that for best. And then you lose it down the back somewhere and you end up, you know, it ends up going to waste. Yeah, something been living in that. 